0: Hello, and welcome to the Divorced Dadvocate, Divorce Support for Dads, where we help dads create a healthy and less traumatic divorce. My name is Jude Sandoval, and I'm your host. I created this podcast in the Divorced Advocate community as a result of my own high-conflict divorce, and because you as a dad deserve all the resources necessary to thrive through this challenging time. I encourage you to check out our website at divorcedadvocate.com where there are resources that correspond to this episode, as well as free access to our membership community, where you will find live meetings, free workshops and courses, private discussion groups, and more. And now, on to this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to the show. It is New Year's Day. 20 at 24. Happy New Year to everybody, and uh, man, what a year 2023 was. Um, we're going to talk uh, today a little bit about a fresh start, 10 New Year's resolutions. are. I'm not actually a big fan of the word revolu- resolutions, but uh, maybe intentions, 10 New Year's intentions for uh, for divorced dads. Um, before we get into it, a couple things I want to do. First, I want to uh, welcome, uh, as always, our new members. We have uh, several this week. That is Trent, Chris, David, Stephen, and Bill. Welcome to the community. If you're not part of the Divorced Advocate community yet, check it out at thedivorcedadvocate.com. We have all kinds of resources there, including the Divorce Quiz will help you to gauge where you're at in your divorce compared to others who have gone through it, as well as the full episodes of this podcast and many other things like group meetings, workshops, etc. So check that out. Second thing I wanted to do was just thank you and share some of the success that the podcast and the community has had this year. In addition to just having so many uh, new guys come in, get involved, get the support that uh, that they need, have some uh, some fantastic stories and victories from, from the year of guys that have gotten through some difficult and challenging times and divorces and court cases and legal battles and all kinds of different things. Uh, the podcast itself is absolutely done phenomenal. We've actually moved from uh, globally from the top 10% to the top 5% of all pa- uh, of all podcasts worldwide. And there's 3,255,388 podcasts globally. So we're in the top 5% of most popular shows uh, in the world. And that's just absolutely a, a testament to all of you that continue to tune in and listen, that continue to share it uh, after the fact. Part of this is giving back. And that's something we talk about in our group meetings is once, we're, once we've are once we gone through this and we're on the backside of this and we're still learning, is to give back, come back to the group meetings, come, um, share, stay connected with other guys so that uh, you can help them through the process as well. Because as you know, Hopefully, you're not going to go through this one, more than one time. Uh, even if you do a, a couple of times, it is a disconcerting, uh, chaotic, difficult, and challenging time frame. So, um, so continue to share. I, I much appreciate it. We've been listened to. Here's some of the stats that are just astounding to me. Again, I I started this over three, a little over three years ago, and just thought it was going to be something that was going to be small, I'll have a podcast do some work in the local community here with some of the divorcing dads, maybe have a, a little group meeting that, uh, that, uh, meets, uh, every so often. And this is just absolutely, uh, exploded where we've, we, uh, this year in 2023, uh, we've been listened to in 86 different countries. Uh, we've had more than 43,000 downloads and 1800 minutes of, of content on the podcast. So, um, Man, just awesome. And I sincerely appreciate all of you that that continue to uh, tune in and listen. Those of you who uh, continue to contribute to uh, to the cause and, and helping it out, helping us uh, keep this going and keeping this alive and keeping the podcast up every week. Uh, and those of you who are members of the Divorced Advocate community, community I'm sincerely, sincerely grateful for all of you. All right, let's talk about 10 New Year's intentions or resolutions for uh, divorced dads. Uh, and so the first one I'm going to talk about here is the uh, one that you hear me share all the time, which is prior prioritizing self-care. And this is just an absolutely critical one, at no matter what, uh, what's, what uh, stage you are in in your divorce, whether you're going through it or... You are at the end right now because if you cannot um, take care of yourself, then there's, it's impossible for you to take care of anybody else. So it's got to be absolutely your top priority. So set aside time for activities that bring you joy and relaxation, whether it's hitting the gym, reading, uh, or simply taking a walk, invest in your well-being. It's not only going to benefit you, but it's going to benefit your uh, relationships with your kiddos. And Again, if you've listened uh, to more than one of these podcasts, then you know that I break this down in four different different categories, and that is mentally... Ah, uh, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself in each one of those different categories. And if you need to learn how to do that and how to prioritize some of that self-care, go back in some of the previous episodes. We now have one hundred and eighty five episodes. We got th- over three years of content on the podcast. And if you want to le- and if you want to hear all of the full episodes with all of the information, join the divorced advocate membership. Uh, at the com, We've got all kinds of resources in there, as well as the app and all kinds of other work. Take this one step at a time. You can start slow, start with one thing in each category, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And it can be as simple as what I just mentioned, which it could be just learning to go for a walk for your physical exercise to start getting up out of bed in, at a certain time and taking a 15-minute walk every day. Baby steps, uh, and then you'll continue to build from there. But make sure to prioritize your self-care it is the absolute number one thing you can do. And also you'll be modeling that for your children as well. So they'll see you doing it. They'll know and they'll understand how important it is because they'll uh, they'll see you doing it. And that's something we want them to do too. We want them to grow up. They want them to be able to take care of themselves and um, prioritize taking care of themselves uh, as well. Number 2 strengthen communication so enhancing communication with uh, with your ex regarding co-parenting manners and just striving to you know, to to be open and respectful and have an open and respectful dialogue and focusing on the best interest of Your children. If you can establish these effective uh, communication channels, it's going to foster a healthier co parenting relationship and create a more stable environment for the kiddos. Now, that's for all of you that that have a co parent and an axe that are willing to work together with you and put the best interests of the kids uh, in. Uh, In the forefront. Now, if you have one that uh, is not willing to do that and is difficult, then you're going to have to make sure to learn how to to parallel parent. And I'm just going to slide that one in here too under the strengthening communications. It's not going to necessarily be able, it's not going to be necessarily strengthening communications with your ex, but it's going to be learning how to parallel parent and communicate within that context. If you don't know what parallel parenting is, Go back to one of our previous episodes here and take a look and listen into the difference. We've done at least two of them on uh, what parallel parenting is and how to uh, how to maneuver what the process is and what to look out for, how to identify it and then how to maneuver uh, within that type of uh, parenting with your ex. But uh, strengthening the communication. That's going to be critical, critical going forward, and it's going to just make things so much easier for the kiddos if you're able to establish that with your acts. All right, the third New Year's intention: create meaningful bonds. So, make sure to resolve to strengthen your relationship with your children. Plan, uh, plan regular quality time together and engage in, in activities for that'll foster some connection. Building a strong bond will not only enrich their lives, but also provide you with a sense of fulfillment. And we've talked about different ways in which to do this, uh, ways in which you can create uh, an environment around your house, because now you're going to have two separate houses, two separate environments if you will, a particular, if you're parent, parallel parenting, there might be very vastly different uh, environments. And so creating those meaningful bonds by doing th- stuff with the kids. And this could be as simple as doing a movie night uh, or a pizza night or some kind of activity when they come back to to your place, creating and establishing those routines that are going to build those uh, meaningful bonds with your kids. Number four: Set financial goals, and this is this is something that you might feel is is selfish. I know that a lot of guys that I talk to in group meetings and in individual coaching struggle with this some of the time because they feel that it's uh, selfish if they're looking out for their uh, their financial goals. But take control of your financial situation by sitting setting realistic and achievable goals, creating a budget, saving for the future planning for kids education, all of this is going to be really important in creating a sound financial foundation. And what this is going to do is it's going to create stability and peace of mind for you. And uh, and then also make sure that you are in a position to be able to support your kids for the long long haul. This is not a, a selfish endeavor. This is looking out for the best interest of your kids. If you are in financial straits, Then it's going to make it much more difficult for you to be present with your kids, for you to be able to do things that will help you to create those meaningful bonds. Not that that always has to involve money or vacations or anything that's extravagant or expensive, but... It just gives you more of the opportunity to have the means to be able to do something. So make sure to get your financial house in order. If you're in the middle of a divorce right now, I know that that might be hard because the future is a little bit uncertain as to what child support is going to be, what maintenance might be, what the bills are going to look like when you're taking one house and splitting it into two houses, etc. But that's also a time where you need to start working towards making those plans right away, Right now, so don't put that off. Uh, plan to the best uh, to the best extent that you can right now, but um, don't ignore it. Don't just hope that it's going to to get better, don't hope that. Uh, just hope is just not a, a strategy. You need to to make some specific plans and work, create budgets, uh, etc. Number five: embrace new hobbies. So. This is a time where it's basic some of the guys call it in in group uh, life 2.0 where you've got uh, a, an opportunity to to do some new things that you may have always wanted to do or re-engage with and revisit and start and, and get back into some of the stuff that you may have been doing before that that kind of fell away during uh, during your marriage or during family time etc that's uh, that you used to love to do so Step out of the comfort zone, explore some new hobbies or interests, uh, maybe pick up an instrument, join a sports league, uh, take on a creative pursuit. Any new passion can bring some excitement and personal growth to your life. But embrace some of those things. Also, in in that light, make sure that you're taking the time to schedule that. This this goes along with point number one, which is prioritize self-care. Make sure that you're scheduling this time for yourself. It's important for you to have uh, a social life yourself, a personal life yourself. Again, this is by doing this stuff for yourself, you're modeling for your children things that are important for them in their adult life as well. So, you're gonna you're gonna want to, and you're gonna need to, because we're social creatures, uh, embrace new hobbies, doing some stuff for yourself. Number six, focus on professional growth. This goes in line with financial goals. uh, Financial goals, channel your energy into professional development and consider setting career goals, upgrading your skills or exploring new opportunities. A thriving career can boost your confidence and provide a sense of purpose beyond the challenges of divorce. Now, this is uh, important to keep this uh, in balance, just like anything Physical fitness or new hobbies and socialize. It's it's not meant to. Uh, it's not meant to, and it shouldn't be something that you uh, dive into as uh, as a distraction around the work that you might be doing with your family, the personal work that you might be doing, et cetera. But making sure that your per, your professional life is on track is going to go a long way to those. Uh, to being able to fulfill some of those financial goals we just talked about in the in the previous uh, st- uh, the previous number and previous rev- resolution, if you will, uh, and so don't really ignore that. Make sure to to pay attention to it, just like you might be setting some personal. Uh, goals and doing some personal development and skills development and looking for opportunities uh, in your personal life. Make sure that you're focusing on the professional as well. For a lot of us, especially guys, that's not a difficult one for us to do. We can throw ourselves into our work as a form of escape uh, from any mental, emotional issues or pain or et cetera that's going on in our work life or in our in our personal life. Um, but make sure that it's uh, it's healthy and that it's focused. Number seven, cultivate a support system. I cannot emphasize that. I probably should have put this up in number two after prioritize self-care, especially for those of you that are right in the middle of it and experiencing the, the challenges. But strengthen your support system by connecting with friends, family, or joining a support group like our group meeting uh, at the Divorced Advocate. Surround yourself with positive influences, um, and, and what this is going to do, it's going to provide emotional support and valuable insights as you, na- uh, as you navigate life post-divorce. One of the things that's beautiful about our group meetings is we get guys on that are contemplating, that are in the middle of, and that are post-divorce. Some of us like myself, and actually there's guys that have been divorced longer than I get on these, these calls as well as a, As a means, like I said earlier, to to give back and to share some of the insights that they've had going forward. But no matter how long we've been divorced, I garner some kind of insight and benefit from being on a call every single week. So it's, uh, it's, 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 it's always beneficial. It doesn't matter if you're divorced, uh, post-divorce, remarried after your divorce, etc. cetera. Uh, you can find some benefit in doing that, particularly because you have this support system that will be around for a long time. Lots of the guys now, it's been years and years since I started this podcast. Some of the guys just from that have been going for years and years. We had 20, I think I said last week or the week before, we had 20, 25 guys and their kids that showed up to our Christmas party this year and uh, locally here in Colorado. And so it was absolutely amazing. Some of those guys have been in the group for uh, for more than three years since I since I started it. And uh, some of the guys, it was the first time that I've ever met. So make sure to, to cultivate a support system, whatever that might look like for you. If you need one, jump on uh, the divorcedadvocate.com, become a member. There's a free trial for seven days. Check it out. Check out some of the people. Check out some of the meetings. Check out the app. See if uh, you can get engaged and uh, connected with some other dudes. Number eight, practice mindfulness. Incorporate mindfulness practice into your daily routine, whether through meditation, yoga, or simply taking moments to be present. Mindfulness can help reduce stress, enhance emotional well-being, and improve overall mental health. This is this is one if you have not started to uh to engage in or, or learn about i highly recommend it it's, and look if if you're going through a divorce you know what i'm talking about it is all chaotic and it's virtually impossible for us to wrap our heads around every aspect of everything that's going on and if you're like i was and you're you're wired like most guys are you're trying to figure out everything that's going to happen and every contingency and what's going to what things are going to look like and how you should proceed, et cetera. And it's absolutely impossible to do. So, practicing some mindfulness is going to help you to get present, especially when the kiddos come around and you got all of this going on. And you've got work and you got to plan dinner. And then you got to take the kiddos or you got to do homework and you got to do laundry and you got to clean the house and you got to take care of all of this stuff that's going on. And then you have depositions or you got to get the financials ready or you have your court coming up. or You have everything else going on. It is absolutely just difficult and challenging. So practicing mindfulness meditation is one, the, the one that that I've chosen. Some guys like to do uh, journaling. That's a, that's a form of, of mindfulness as well. I do that as well. Then it is a phenomenal practice, but find something that's going to help you to get present, to just be able to, to get centered and to, um, to, to get in tune with your emotions and what's going on in your head. Also listen to some of the previous episodes. We got some great episodes around um, around journaling and around meditation and stuff like that. So number nine, establish consistent routines, create stable and consistent routines for yourself and your children. Predictability can provide a sense of security for your kids and make co-parenting more efficient. Strive for consistency in daily schedules, visitation plans and other aspects of family life. This is just kind of inherent for uh, for us as dads, providing structure and consistent routines. If it's not something that you've already embraced, make sure to do so. Uh, it, it provides a sense of security and safety for your kiddos. It's also something that helps you to stay focused. It's going to be a lot different uh, as a single dad than it was uh, before. So uh, doing this stuff uh, like block scheduling and, and other ways in which you can uh, you can maximize the uh, your time and make sure that you're being efficient and focused and uh, present with your kiddos is absolutely critical. So establishing uh, some consistent routines and find ways in which you can do that. All right, the last New Year's intention is forgive and let go. Finally, resolve to let go of resentment and practice forgiveness. Holding on to negative emotions can hinder personal growth and impact your relationships. By forgiving yourself and others, you can free up mental and emotional space for a more positive and fulfilling future. Let me be clear about this too. When you're forgiving and letting go, you're not doing that for somebody else. You're doing it for yourself. If you have all of this emotional energy in your head going on and and going around and you're all bound up and you're all... You're ruminating over uh, everything that's happened and gone on. It's just going to eat you up. It's absolutely going to uh, just make things more difficult. It's going to just have it's going to have a power over you that you don't need. You don't need to have. Uh, you don't need something having a power over you. You need to be in full and complete control during this difficult and challenging time and chaotic time post-divorce. And so, by forgiving and and letting go. And trust me, this isn't an easy one. There's some uh, different ways that you can do this, and some different for- some forgiveness techniques that you can work on. We've got previous episodes around that as well, and some blog posts as well. But uh, the forgiveness is definitely for yourself to be able to let go of that mental and emotional energy that's just bound up that you might be ruminating on and thinking about and focusing on. And that's just not allowing you to move forward or to be present or do whatever it is that you want to be able to do and, um, and accomplish. And so work on that forgiveness. It's probably the number one thing that uh, mentally uh, and emotionally I would say it's both of those mentally and emotionally that you can do, uh, in order to move, uh, forward. And it's the best gift that you you can give yourself, uh, in order to, to free up again, that capacity that you need to have to be focusing, um, on other things uh, on your life 2.0. All right. So as we embark on this new year, these resolutions hopefully are going to serve as somewhat of a of a roadmap for uh, personal growth for you, for positive change and the cultivation of some fulfilling relationships. Embrace the opportunity to create a life that reflects your values and aspirations. And remember that the journey ahead is filled with endless possibilities. Here's to your year of resilience, growth, and happiness. Gentlemen, it's been a sincere pleasure this uh, this entire year to uh, to serve you, to uh, meet those of you that uh, that I have through group meetings uh, and in person, uh, or just through some coaching. If I have not met you, I, I just truly appreciate that you're listening, and uh, and I wish you this year. Uh, no matter how difficult and challenging it's going to go th- that it might be or, or it's going to be that uh, that you have a blessed, blessed year. I want you to know that you are absolutely strong enough to get through whatever you're going through. Uh, for those of you that are already through it uh, and, and you're dealing with some challenges or 2023 was challenging, 2024 is going to be a better year. One of the guys on our group calls all the time, Jay, he is just a force for good and for Uh, keeping us upbeat and remembering that life will get better. Uh, It will definitely, definitely get better. Your life 2.0 can be better than you ever, ever imagined it. I know it's hard uh, potentially to know and understand and even believe while you're going through it, but uh, I promise you that it is true. Thank you so much for listening. I sincerely appreciate it. Uh, If you found some value, please, again, share uh, this with another divorced dad. Post it on social media. Share it far and wide. And let's get some other dads the help that they deserve. Have a fabulous, fabulous week. And God bless. To hear the rest of this episode and access the corresponding resources, visit thedivorcedadvocate.com and become a member of our community. It's free to join and we'll provide you with the resources you deserve as a divorced or divorcing dad. Thank you for listening. God bless. And I'll talk with you next week.